0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, beautiful people. Just want to stop by, just the, the share brief thought that I had, um, as I was, you know, working out, cleaning the house. And, you know, um, I just woke up with this, this thought on my mind. When God is given glory, when we give God glory, when God is given glory, his glory is revealed. When God is given glory, his glory is revealed. There's nothing that we can do in our lives that would ever amount to giving God his glory that his glory could be revealed in our lives. If you look at any of the Bible stories, any of the patriarchs, any any of the history of the Word of God, every time God was given his glory, every time they praised God, every time they worshiped the Father, every time they bowed down to the Father, his glory was revealed in their lives, in the prophet lives, in the nation's lives, in the in, in apostles' lives. You know, God's glory was always revealed when they gave God glory. You think about In Bible times, when everybody worshiped God on one accord, when everybody was on one accord, the the, the miracles that God showed, the mysteries that God revealed, when he was given his praise, when he was given his worship, when he was given his glory, his glory was revealed. Uh, come on now, people. Listen to what I'm saying. Even with, with, with Abraham, when Abraham gave God, when he he walked by faith, he was weak in his body. He was old, yet he still believed that the promise of God would come into his life. God told Abraham that he would be the father of many nations. Abraham never wavered in his faith, even though his body Was weak, even though his wife was barren, even though, you know, he was in his old age, he knew that what God had promised him would come to pass. So he continued to walk by faith. He continued to give God glory. He did not waver. He did not fall into unbelief, but he stayed strong in his faith, giving God the glory. And by doing so, the promise was fulfilled. The promise was fulfilled. It said, and being fully persuaded, what he had promised, he was able also to perform. Abraham knew that he God's promise would be pr- fulfilled in his life, and he would be the father of many nations, and he will produce the seed of. Uh, uh, so that the seed will be produced through his lineage, so that the world will be saved and reconciled unto him. We have to start giving God his praise. We need to, again, give God his glory, that his glory would be, will be, should be, could be revealed in this latter time we have fallen short of the glory of God people even through this pandemic some the church must realize what time it is everybody want to get back to business as usual and God is saying give me my glory Worship me, praise me, seek me, and watch my glory be revealed in your life and in this time. We cannot allow what we see to cause us to miss out on the glory of God. We're worried about the boyfriend, we're worried about the girlfriend, we're worried about the money, we're worried about everything, and we're not seeking God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of its righteousness, and everything else will be added unto you. When we seek God, when we praise God, when we worship God, when we give Him His glory Everything else will be added unto us. We got to get back on one accord, church. I'm talking to you, church. We need to get back on one accord so that God's glory can be revealed. It's time to get away from this denomination, Baptist, Pentecostal, Epistolic. It's time to get away from denomination, people. We are one church and one God. That's the only way that this land is going to be healed. If we continue to walk separately, it's going to continue to fall by the wayside. Judgment starts at the house of the Lord. There's going to be a great fall in the way, which has already begun, because we allow denomination to keep us divided, and where God is looking for a church without spot or wrinkle, without spot or blemish. That's what He's coming back for. He's not coming back for a Baptist. He's not coming back for a Pentecostal. He's not coming back for a church of God of Christ. He's not coming back for apostolic. He's coming back for a holy church, holy and acceptable unto him, for that is our reasonable service. We got to give God what he is desiring. And that is for us to walk by faith. That is us to recognize our weaknesses. That is us to understand that it's not about the, all of the speaking in tongues. And he said tongues will fade. Huh? He said prophecies will fade. But charity, love, it's going to always be with us. That's what he's looking for. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love the Lord thy God with all of your heart and mind and soul and body. Give him what is due. Give him his glory. And then watch how things begin to turn around in our lives. We're doing too much. It's about showmanship. It's about who can hoop the loudest. It's about who can jump the highest. It's about who can put on the best show. Even now, As this pandemic is going on, people are on Facebook live putting on shows. Instead of teaching the people, instead of giving them a word from heaven, they're putting on shows. They want to hoop and holler and, and, and get people all emotionally worked up, but not wanting to speak the truth. We, as the church, have failed miserably. We would rather sit in the four walls of a building than to go out there in the world and to preach the glory of God, to preach the kingdom of God, to preach the coming of our Savior, to preach turning from our wicked ways. We want to put on shows. We want to see who can dress the best, who can scream the loudest, who can speak in the most tongues, who can prophesy the falsest. Excuse me, Lord, forgive me. But that's what we're doing. Everybody has a message, thus saith the Lord, thus saith the Lord. But is it lining up with the word of God? God is not going to give you a word first before he gives it to that person that he needs you to give that word to. It's not about glorifying God anymore. It's about glorifying your pastor. It's about glorifying your bishop. It's about glorifying your apostle. We are walking in idolatry, church. We're glorifying the money. We're glorifying the praise and worship team. We're glorifying everybody, the musicians, but we're not glorifying God. There's no way that the musicians in the church should be doing what they're doing, and yet we still allow them to come into the church and do what they want to do. There's no way that the praise and worship team should be doing what they're doing in the church, and yet we still allow them to come into the church and do what they want to do. When the, the church is more like the world, then the world is like the church because we're not giving God his glory. We forgot who is head of the church. We think the pastor is the head of the church. We think the praise and worship team is the head of the church. We think that they're the only ones that can usher in the spirit of God through song. But we got to also understand that the, the enemy was the head of the heavenly choir. So are we ushering in the spirit of God? Or are we ushering in the spirit of the enemy? It's too much idolatry. It's too much you know, uh, sexual sins, adultery, fornication is too much of these things going on in the church. Why? Why? Because we're not lining up with the will of God. We're not giving him our praise. We're not giving him the glory. We want to preach a message that's soft and sweet so that people can continue to come because we don't want to ruffle any feathers. But God is not pleased. Just like he cast Judah and in, in Jerusalem, just like he cast them into slavery, he will do the same to the church. He would cast the church away. And he will come for that remnant. That's doing what they're called to do. I don't care if you only have one or two members left. You ought to stand flat-footed and preach the word of God, the unadulterated word of God. I don't care who walks out on you. I don't care who don't want to see you. When you begin to water down God's word and compromise God's word, you're taking away his glory. You don't believe that he's strong enough. You don't believe that he's holy enough. You don't believe that he's God and God all by himself and that he can grow the ministry without you. God can do anything that he wants to do. And guess what? When we walk in his, when we walk in faith and not by sight. And when we walk in his promised word, He can do. we can do all things because he gives us the strength. Stop depending on your own strength to do what it is that God has called you to do because you'll never be strong enough to do it on your own. We ought to be filled with the spirit of God walking in the fruit of the spirit. You can speak in tongues and curse someone out. You can you can prophesy lie to people and they believe it. But when you're walking in the fruit of the spirit. Oh, when you're walking in the fruit of the spirit. You can change lives. Because guess what? You're spreading the love that Christ talked about. And the word. See, God is the spirit. And they that worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth. Stop playing church. Stop going around, you know, speaking in these false tongues. With no interpretation. Paul said, if there's no interpreter, you need to hush. Yeah, we still got people over the pulpit. Speaking in these so-called tongues, we still got people over the pulpit, prophesying the people, talking about new cars and new houses and being millionaires and billionaires. And yet it hasn't come to pass and nobody's calling these people out. That's not what God is looking for right now. He's looking for a unified church that's going to stand flat footed. And that's going to say, For Christ I live and for Christ I die. That's what he's looking for. He's looking for a church that's going to, the Father is looking for a church, hallelujah, that's going to do what it is that Christ asked us to do, called us to do. Feed the hungry. Clothe the naked. Bring goodwill to the people. Heal the sick, visit the shut in. That's what he wants. But no, you think God wants the money. You he he has everything that he needs. Everything that he needs according to his riches and glory. He we we understand that God doesn't need Us, we need him. He uses us to get his word across. He uses human instrumentation to get his word across. But he doesn't need us. We need him. We are his workmanship. We are his presence here on earth. We got to start giving God glory. So that this world can be healed. Remember, I love you with the love of God, and ain't nothing you can do about it. And we can do all things through Christ that gives us strength. Peace.